Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is the Kalam of Ari Billah, the Shah Ki Muhammad Akhtar Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali, titled Apne Malik Qurazi Kare Khubah. جس کے دل میں نہیں ہے تیرا درد و غم ہو کہ انسان ہی جانور سے وہ کم جس کے دل میں نہیں ہے تیرا درد و غم ہو کہ انسان ہی جانور سے وہ کم دوستوں سنتم کچھ میری داستان ایک دن پھر نہیں ہوں گے دنیا میں ہم दोस्तों सुन लो तुम कुछ मेरी दासता दोस्तों सुन लो तुम कुछ मेरी दासता एक दिन फिर नहीं होंगे दुनिया में हम खाके तन में नहीं है अगर दर्द दिल कोई कीमत नहीं खाक में सिर्फ हम खाके तन में नहीं है अगर दर्द दिल खाके तन में नहीं है अगर दर्द दिल कोई कीमत नहीं खाक है सिर्फ हम जिसके दिल में नहीं है तेरा दर्द गम हो के इंसान ही जानवर से वो कम दो जहां में कोई मेरी कीमत नहीं हां अगर आप की हो निगाहें करम दो जहां में कोई मेरी कीमत नहीं दो जहां में कोई मेरी कीमत नहीं हां अगर आप की हो निगाहें करम सुहबते अहल दिल से मिला दर्द दिल वरना पाते कहां से ये दौलत बिहंग सुहबते अहल दिल से मिला दर्द दिल सुहबते अहल दिल से मिला दर्द दिल वरना पाते कहां से ये दौलत बिहंग जिसके दिल में नहीं है तेरा दर्द व गम हो के इंसान ही जानवर से वो कम सारे अरजो समा और शमसो को मर देख कर पा गए अपने खालिक को हम सारे अरजो समा और शमसो को मर सारे अरजो समा और शमसो को मर देख कर पा गए अपने खालिक को हम अख्तरे बेनवा की सदाएं 
سنو اپنے مالک کو راضی کرے خوب ہم اختنے بے نوا کی سدائے سنو اختنے بے نوا کی سدائے سنو اپنے مالک کو راضی کرے خوب ہم جس کے دل میں نہیں ہے تیرا درد و غم ہو کہ انسان ہی جانور سے وہ کم جس کے دل میں نہیں ہے تیرا درد و غم ہو کہ انسان ہی جانور سے وہ کم الحمد للہ الحمد للہ وکفا والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذین استفا اما بعد فاعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم واما من خاف مقام ربه ونہ النفس عن الہوا فان الجنت هي المأوا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم موسوس فكر علماء الكرام برادز النلدز الله تعالى created this entire universe this vast universe which is way beyond our comprehension these heavens and earth these huge mountains the sky above us and these stars which adorn the skies the sun the moon these vast oceans and all the things that we see and what we can't even see Latala created this whole system of day and night and put this whole universe into a fascinating system the sun rises at a particular time without fail every day it has its own particular time that it will rise every year it will never ever go on that day any one second before or after the moon shines and does its job and all the rest of the creation of Allah Taala But among all these creations, these great fascinating creations we see, we become so amazed. And indeed, Allah Ta'ala asks us to look at all this. أَوَلَمْ يَنْظُرُوا إِلَى السَّمَاءِ فَوْقَهُمْ كَيْفَ بَنَيْنَاهَا وَزَيَّنَّاهَا وَمَا لَهَا مِنْ فُرُوجِ Do they not look at the skies? Do they not see how we created these skies? How we adorned it? There is not a single crevice in the whole vast sky. 
and this whole sky is being held aloft without a single pillar. And all the other various things Allah Ta'ala has created, the Qur'an Sharif repeatedly draws our attention to ponder over this. But in all these things, as fascinating all that all this is, one day all this will also finally perish. إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّجُومٌ كَدَرَتْ وَإِذَا الْجِبَالُ سُجِّرَتْ وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ The entire scene is being drawn. When Qiyamah comes, what will happen? How the sun will now completely be disintegrated. The stars will break. And whatever else will happen. In so many surahs of the Qur'an Sharif, this is expressed in so much of detail. So all these things that we are so amazed at, and we should be looking at this and recognizing the creator of it. But one day all this Allah Ta'ala will bring that moment when all this will finally perish. It will all be destroyed. This insan, this insan is also the creation of Allah Ta'ala. And this insan is the paragon of Allah Ta'ala's creation. Ashraful makhluqat. The most noble of the creation of Allah Ta'ala. And this entire universe has been created to be put into the service of this insan. One day this whole universe will come to its end. But this insan, though he will one day meet moth in this world, every insan, every human being, kullu nafsin za'iqatul maut, every single person will taste death. Nobody will be able to escape it. But despite that death will come in this dunya, is still continuity of this insan. This insan was not existing since ever. There was a time when he was not in any existence. He was nothing. Then Allah Ta'ala created him. But now that he has been created, there is a continuity of this insan. And he is in dunya, one day he'll be in the Qabr, then he'll be resurrected on the day of Qiyamah. And then there is the final abode. The final abode for the believers in Jannah and those who left without Iman in Jahannam. There is this continuity and perpetuity of this insan. Once he has been created, there will not be an end to him. Other creation, there will be a time when it will be kunu turaba, become dust. Even the animals will be brought on the day of judgment and they will also exact revenge. The horned animal had oppressed the hornless animal in dunya. The tables will be turned around on the day of Qiyamah and they'll exact revenge. And they'll even up the situation. But after all that is done, kunu turaba, become dust, become sand. End of the story. But in Sam, there's no end to him. There is a continuity and a perpetuity. So this perpetuity, that's the main and the endless time of that is in the Akhirat. This very small phase of that is in dunya. But how we live our life in dunya is what will determine what happens in that perpetual life. Whether a person, if he leaves with Iman, then too, whether he goes directly to Jannah, Allah forbid he has to go through a cleansing process. That too is too terrifying for a person to even imagine one moment of that. We want to go directly to Jannat. So in order to go directly to Jannat, 
then Allah Ta'ala sent the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam and finally sent Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam who taught man, taught insan that look, what is your path of success? You want to reach Allah Ta'ala, you want to get this success in dunya, you want to get this everlasting success of akhirat, what is the path for that? What is going to give you this everlasting success? So this phase in dunya, this is the test. And the result will come out in the akhirat. The result will come out on the day of Qiyamah. فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِ فَيَقُولُ هَا أُمُقْرَأُوا كِتَابِيَا إِنِّي ظَنَنْتُ أَنِّي مُلَاقٍ حِسَابِيَا Allah Ta'ala describes the person who lived his life the way he should have lived in accordance with Allah Ta'ala's commands. He'll get his book of deeds in the right hand. And this will be the indication of him having passed. Having been successful, now he will go around on the day of Qiyamah. Can we picture that scene? That in that elation, in that happiness, in that joy, he is going from person to person, people he knows, whoever. Here, look at my report. Look at my book of deeds. I had full hope that I will, inshallah, be rewarded in this way. Why? Because that mujahada was made in dunya, that striving was undertaken and whatever sacrifices had to be made against the nafs and trampling that nafs that was done, so I had full hope Allah Ta'ala will bless me with this. فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةِ الرَّاضِيَا فِي جَنَّةٍ عَالِيَا قُطُوفُهَا دَانِيَا كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا هَنِيئًا بِمَا أَسْلَفْتُمْ فِي الْأَيَّامِ الْخَالِيَا Allah Ta'ala then describes all the Comfort and the good of Jannah that he will then receive. And kulu washrabu hani'am bima aslaftum fil ayyamil khaliya. In the days that have passed, what you did in terms of the good and the sacrifices you made, now you eat and drink with leisure. Nobody is going to stop you in any way. You will have every comfort. Walakum fiha ma tashtahi anfusukum. Walakum fiha ma taddaun. Whatever their heart desire, whatever they call for, that will be Jannah for them. So on the one hand will be this. And Allah forbid, The person who decided to do whatever he desired in dunya, whatever he wished to look at, he looked. Whatever he thought that I want to listen to this, whether Allah Ta'ala has forbidden it or not, he was not concerned. Wherever he wanted to go, he went. Whatever he felt like doing, he did. And gave vent to all his desires. So now, unfortunately, the time came now to face the consequences. Allah Ta'ala save us. The person who had been given his book of deeds in his left hand, which will be the indication of now disaster. Now he will be wishing, I wish I had never received this book. Because he's got everything here. All my ill deeds, all my sins, what I thought I was hiding from people and doing, what I thought was a big secret, only I knew it. And what I thought that I was too smart, I had covered my tracks very well. Everything is here. Every minute detail is in here. يَا لَيْتَهَا كَانَتِ الْقَاضِيَةِ Now he'll wish, I wish that when I died in dunya, that had been it. That there was no life after death. 
But there is already life after death. That life after death is a reality. Now that wish is merely a wish, it's going to be of no benefit in wishing like that. مَا أَغْنَى عَنِّي مَالِيَا هَلَكَ عَنِّي سُلْطَانِيَا All that wealth and that power and everything the person had in dunya of no avail. Everything by the wayside. And then Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. Then is a description of all the punishments. خُذُوهُ فَغُلُّوهُ ثُمَّ الْجَحِيمَ صَلُّوهُ ثُمَّ فِي سِلْسِلَةٍ ذَرْعُهَا سَبْعُونَ ذِرَاعًا فَاسْلُكُوهُ إِنَّهُ كَانَ لَا يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ الْعَظِيمِ وَلَا يَحُدُّ عَلَىٰ طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينِ And all the various other ayat, Allah Ta'ala protect us from the azab of Jannah. So this insan, there isn't this situation like the other creation, that one day it will perish and perish forever. Is a continuity. And this is the phase, the very, very temporary phase, but the phase of test. الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah Ta'ala created us. Allah Ta'ala says, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ Allah Ta'ala created this whole life and death. لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا To test you who will do the best of actions. But in a test, so there is some, something to do, there is something to work out of. So what has become the test of insan? The test of insan is فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Allah Ta'ala created this insan and created within him the capacity of good and also created within him the capacity to do anything else also. And in this Allah Ta'ala put the desires that the desires of good will also come in him and he will also be tempted. Desires of even wrong will come in him. And this is his test now. That how does he deal with those desires that take him away from Allah Ta'ala? That desire, a desire is something that is beyond his control. That desire will come. But from that point, what does he do? That is his choice now. How does he deal with that desire? And this is the biggest test that insan faces. It all boils down to this desire. And if a person has learned to control this desire, the detail of sabr that we had discussed, it sums down to this. That a person has learned to make sabr, meaning he's learned to bring things under control. So there will be a time that he has to make sabr. Voluntarily. Not out of no choice. He is choosing to make sabr. Sabr is to control those desires. To curb it. Limited within the boundaries of Shariat. There will be those desires which will be totally permissible. He's desiring to eat something. There are halal things to eat. Allah Ta'ala has made numerous things halal. You'll eat it. He wants to drink something. Allah Ta'ala has made numerous things halal to drink. He will drink it. There are many, many pleasures of dunya Allah Ta'ala has made halal for him. Allah Ta'ala hasn't forbidden him from that. So he desires something that is halal and permissible. Allah Ta'ala has allowed him to have that. But those desires that now stir the desire for haram in him. This is the test. Now as far as desires are concerned, there is no person that ever came on the face of this earth whose every desire got fulfilled. Could have been the greatest king, could have been anybody. 
even that person who seemed to have had everything that anybody could want, there was still something else he was desiring. This is insan. No matter what he has, he is still desiring something else. This is the nature of insan. He is always looking at an upgrade and an update. And this, this is the chakra he carries on in. There is never a moment of contentment except that person who connects himself to Allah Ta'ala. If he didn't connect himself to Allah Ta'ala, there is never a moment of contentment. There is always that nananveka chakkar. One person, he was walking very, very carefree. And this Nawab, like, like many kings in India, he's looking at this person walking so carefree and he's thinking now this is a down and out person, poor person, and he's walking so carefree, so without any concern and without any worry. And I'm the, like a king here, but I got so much of worries and tension and anxiety and depression and whatever else. How can this be? This person should be more worried than me. So the wazir was there. He said, look, I'll show you. I'll show you how he also get worried. So in any case, he went and found the fellow and he called him. And then he gave him a bag, one bag of coins. Now this person went, he took it and went home, small little house. So now he went with this bag of coins. Now he sat down, he opened it, he see coins in there, gold coins. And I started counting, 1, 2, 3, 15, 20, 50, 90, 95, 98, 99. I was wondering, but why 99? So now any case is 99, got 99 for nothing. But now he started playing in his mind, but why 99? He thought, well, 99, fine, I got this 99 for free, but I was trying to make it 100. So now, in that concern now to try and make it 100, so now the whole night went away, he sleep went away. Now he's thinking, okay, what to do? Maybe I can ask this person, hey, but what if that person robs me? He might deceive me and cheat me. So, okay, the other person, the other person is not so reliable also. Then, the next day now, he wants to go out to do something. Now he's worried now, where do I keep this? Because he never had this. So now he got worried, now where to keep it? He's thinking now, okay, maybe give it to his wife to keep it. Maybe she might give it away to somebody. So now finally he just pushed it somewhere and he left the house. But now he's worried, I hope it doesn't go missing. And now again he passed by. Now that Nawab is sitting there and watching, this person too is completely in a bewilderment. So he asked the wazir, what happened? He said, he is also in the Nananveka chakkar, in the chakkar of 99 now. But now he needs to turn it, make it 100, but look after the 99 also. And then I don't know whether the tax man existed at that time. So the point is that there is never a point of contentment in this insan. Illa except the person who has connected himself to Allah Ta'ala. That person will be content. He would, whatever comes his way, mashallah, he's happy. If it didn't come his way also, he knows dunya is dunya. He doesn't make a big hue and fuss about it. Dunya is dunya. His greatest aspiration and main priority in life is to connect himself to Allah Ta'ala. To make his akhirat. Dunya mazra'atul akhirah. This life, how long is he going to be here? How long all these dreams of him will, his will come to fruition? His greatest priority is to make his akhirat. Now this is his test. It all boils down to these desires. And there has been nobody whose every desire in dunya was fulfilled. Obviously the impermissible desires etc. is out of the way. Even the Anbiya Ali Musalaam, their desire was of the highest level of desire. But even some of that didn't get fulfilled. Nabi Islam even 
The ayat of the Quran Sharif was revealed to him, إِنَّكَ لَا تَهْدِي مَنْ أَحْبَبْتْ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ يَهْدِي مَنْ يَشَاءُ Nabi Islam also desired hidayat very greatly for many many people. But some of them went away without it. This is the prerogative of Allah Ta'ala. So desires is something that will never ever happen that a person's every desire will get fulfilled. Some desires will get left. And many desires will get left unfulfilled. Now the question is, that does he decide to leave it voluntarily? That's one way. And the other way is sometimes he will leave it, but leave it just because he had no choice but to leave it. In both ways it got left. For example, somebody decided he wants to, Allah forbid, he wants to look at something haram on his phone. So now he's around, he thought he was alone. And the next thing somebody opened the door. So now he had just decided to start watching something haram and somebody walked in so what he did immediately shut it off so then it got left now he's even feeling uh, in his heart that I got now left out of this so the desire got left out so he also left the desire out but there's no reward on that rather that azam that determination of haram has already earned him a sin the desire didn't get fulfilled and he's already incurred a sin. And then there's the other person, he also got tempted with haram. He was also sitting alone. The spot crossed his mind also. That everybody seems to be do, doing something or the other, why should I get left out? Shaitan whispered that in his mind. But then he reflected that this eye is such a great na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. This is something which Allah Ta'ala has blessed me for free. I didn't pay anything for this. And this is that na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. If a person comes in this world without this na'mat, all the surgeons of dunya and all the medical experts of dunya, everybody can get together, they can't give an eye. Such a great gift of my Rabb. And I benefit from it countless times daily. And... Yet I want to now misuse this ni'mat of my Rabb. So now he reflected. And after having reflected, he said, whatever it is, I'm not going to give in to this desire. So he also left that desire out. That person also left it out. This person also left it out. But what is the world of difference between the two? That person already incurred a sin because of that determination of sin. But he left it out without a choice because now he was worried about people around him. This person left it out, out of the fear of Allah Ta'ala. He is rewarded on that. And that, whatever striving happened within him, that mujahada that happened within him, this is that steam that builds up within an insan, within this mu'min, that takes him faster than all the nawafil put together in getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. That mujahada that he made in staying away from haram, that what he felt like his heart is breaking, but he tolerated that. That pain that he felt within himself, but he accepted that. That creates that steam of love of Allah Ta'ala, which takes a person faster towards, the, towards Allah Ta'ala than all the nawafil that he can perform. So this is the test of insan, and this is what he has to now make an effort to acquire. 
that he brings these desires under control, the desires will carry on. When he's made a mujahada over a period of time, they will weaken. But this is insan, this is his nature. Some desire or the other will carry on in insan. And that desire itself is no sin. It's beyond him, it's, beyond, it's not in his control. But what he does from the point that that desire came in him, that will determine whether it becomes a sin now, whether he incurs a sin, or he gets closer to Allah Ta'ala. So this is the issue that we have to make an effort. Now every time this is our problem, we say we are wanting to make this progress in deen, we want to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, we want to make our Islam, we want to become that muttaqeen, we want to acquire this taqwa. So mashallah we want to do it, but the question is, but what we have done then? We want to get there, but what we have done to get there? We want to acquire this Islam, but what effort we made for it? One is to have that desire. What is a desire? So desire is a desire. It's a thought. But when there is a determination, when a person has a true intention, then that will be followed. That true determination and intention will bring with it action. Person had that determination, that genuine intention, and then he followed it with action, with iman. Allah Ta'ala appreciates this. Allah Ta'ala opened the doorways for him. The thing is now to, to do the utmost that we can. Hazrat Yusuf wasalam, he is a slave of the house, so he has to just follow instructions, so he was taking instructions and he didn't realize where these instructions are taking him to. And the next thing he realized, he's trapped inside this room. Trapped inside this room, and what a test. That now this is the person who is his master in a sense. Mistress. And in a place where now there's nobody else around, and behind locked doors, not one locked door, behind seven locked doors, all interleading. And now this is the instruction to him now, that now you must surrender yourself for haram. So now he can see the locks on the doors also. But when this woman approaches him, what does he do? Does he stand there now, I'm in a locked room, now what do I do? He did what was his, in his capacity, he did his utmost. He ran towards the locked doors. When he ran towards the locked door and he did what was in his capacity, Allah Ta'ala opened the locked doors for him. And one after the other, those locks miraculously broke and those doors just flew open and to the point that he ran out of that place. What was in his capacity, he did. Now the thing is, he didn't just have a desire there that now I wish I get saved, I wish nothing happens, I wish I remain chaste. He did everything in his capacity to protect himself. He made amal on fafirru ilallah. He fled towards Allah Ta'ala. Hazrat Shaykh Al-Hind Mahmoud Hassan Yawbundi who was the first student of Dalnum Dioban and became the Shaykh Al-Hadith thereafter. So he says, if Allah Ta'ala had to instruct me that if you want to reach me, you must touch the sky. Now can we imagine that if we were told that in order to reach Allah Ta'ala, you have to touch the sky. So what will be our immediate 
response that now how can we do something impossible? End of story. But he says if this is the instruction, if as example he's giving, in order to make us understand a lesson, if this is the instruction, I won't start questioning it that the sky is very very far, let alone the sky, the stars which are thousands of years below the sky, that is millions of years away from us. We are going to reach the sky. You say, I won't say that. What I will do is, I will go and find where is the highest mountain. I will climb the highest mountain. And then I will find the highest peak on that mountain. And I will try and climb that highest peak. And if there is a tree on that peak, I will climb that tree. And then I will try to climb the highest branch on that tree. And then I will raise my hand higher than that. I say, Allah, this is the most I could do. Now beyond this is beyond me. But I will first reach that point and then I will say that. Now this is that lesson that first we have to do what is in our capacity. What is not in our capacity, then we are not accountable for that. But what is in our capacity, have we done? Hazrat Mufti Shafi his eldest daughter, she once came, she was sitting there, so she said to him, that I have this very, very strong desire to go for Hajj. Really am yearning to go for Hajj. So he replied and said, so if you are yearning, so what you did about it? You're saying you're yearning to go for Hajj, yearning to go for Hajj, so what you did about it? So she replied and said, so what can I do about it? Meaning, I don't have any funds for it, I don't have any finances, she had a very, very, well, she didn't have anything as such, very meager earning by the, whatever was coming. She said, what can I do? There's nothing I can do. But the yearning is there. So he said, uh, in our context now, that is this also not in your capacity that you keep on small container maybe and you keep putting in maybe say 50 cents a day now in our context 50 cents maybe it was even less 10 cents a day that is not your capacity also say well that I can do say why are you not doing that then you saying you are yearning to go for Hajj that is in your capacity so do that do something what is in your capacity do it so he said, okay, very well, I'll start, I'll start do, doing that. So in any case, she started doing that. She had one small little one bag or something, and she was putting in what in our values adds up to like about maybe one cent. One cent daily she's putting in this bag. Then some time passed, and she passed away. Mufti Shafi Sahib was alive at that time, in his lifetime, she passed away. So, after she passed away, etc., now when her things were being sorted out, this one bag came out of her cupboard, marked money for Hajj. So now, everybody didn't know about this incident, so they were a bit curious that money for Hajj, so they brought it to him, this is what we found in her belongings. So he said, this is what happened. This is the thing she mentioned one day, that uh, I'm yearning for Hajj. So this was the conversation that took place. And ever since she started saving these one one cents or whatever in that rupees, so they counted it. In that time, it amounted to 65 rupees. So 65 rupees. So the heirs were all adult. So all of them happily consented that this money, they sent it to somebody who was living in Makkah Mukarramah. 
that look, you take this money and on her behalf you perform hajj badal So, that money was sent and that person performed hajj badal on her behalf. Now, this was her yearning. She didn't physically go herself, but that money got saved. It was noted. That became the catalyst. That this money was then sent to somebody from where the expense would now be sufficient. And that person made the hajj. So she got the full reward of that hajj. But where it started off from, she did what was in her capacity. She put that one one cent in. She finally got her reward of the hajj. So she didn't manage to go herself. So what we can do, we have to do. So now what we have to do? So there are many things which are very simple. Very, very simple. But it just requires that little bit of commitment. There's hardly any effort involved also. But yes, there's a commitment required. And again, it requires just subduing that desire that comes to neglect it. And this is what shaitan will do, put some desire of something or the other at that time, that it must get neglected. The very simple prescription, the Thanwi Rahmatullah has mentioned, that if a person, and he says, I'm giving guarantee, now we're always looking that, will it work for me, not... Here's a personality who's been gone through the mill and taken not hundreds, thousands of people along. And he's saying, I'm giving you a guarantee. If you do this in a committed manner, then that's what you are talking about. I'm trying to aspire to get my Islam done and to get this closeness of Allah Ta'ala and get myself away from all sin and become conscious of Allah Ta'ala, be conscious of my Salah, etc. I'm guaranteeing you it will happen. So what are these five things? First thing he says, after Fajr Salah every day, sit for a minute, one minute, two minutes, half minute. Sit for a minute and you make a pledge with yourself, a pact with yourself, that today I am not going to do anything that is against the command of Allah. Talk to yourself. I am making this pledge with myself, I'm making this pact with myself, I'm not going to do anything that involves the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. And then in particular, if there are certain things that become a challenge for a person, then to mention that in particular. For example, I'm not going to misuse the phone. I'm not going to misuse my eyes today. I'm not going to talk any vulgarity. I'm not going to hurt anybody's feelings. So specifically, make that pledge with oneself. And then together with that, make some dua also. And one very, very comprehensive dua and beautiful dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma inna qulubana wa nawasiyana wa jawarihana biyadik lam tumallikna minha shay'a. Ya Allah, our hearts, our foreheads, all our limbs, everything is in your control. You haven't made us the owners of any of these things. All this belongs to you and is in your control. فَإِذَا فَعَلْتَ ذَلِكَ بِنَا when this is the case, now you be our guardian and guide us to the state path. You make it possible now to be true to this pledge I've made and to be steadfast on this. So this is the first thing. This is musharata, the shart, this condition that a person makes with himself. I'm not going to do anything wrong today. Now he made the condition, mashallah. Now the day starts. Now the day starts, he's going to his work, he's going, he's going to be busy with his things. So now he doesn't become heedless. 
Now is the next step of muraqaba. This was musharata, this is muraqaba. Now muraqaba yeah, in this instance re- refers to a person now constantly keeping guard of himself. He's checking now that I made this condition with myself this morning, am I keeping up to it? Am I sure that I'm not doing anything wrong? Have I already done anything wrong? So he is all the time keeping track of and checking and rechecking. What have I done? And then together with this muraqaba, what is required is mujahada. That now, as the day is going along, these temptations will come. These desires will come. Now the desire came to look at some haram, to cast that lustful glance. But then now he's making that mujahada. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا Those who will strive, they will make that mujahada. فِي دِينِنَا In the deen of Allah Ta'ala, to acquire that love of Allah Ta'ala. Then Allah Ta'ala will open the path of hidayah, pathways of hidayah for them. This is with emphasis being mentioned. لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا That is, we will take you through We'll make you pass and cross this. So now this mujahada will be required. Now he's sitting with some friends and now suddenly this ghibat started. So now he's also desiring to participate. He wants to say something. So now he's immediately making that mujahada. He's suppressing that. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to be part of this gathering also. I'm going away. Either I can change the topic or I'm going from here. Because I can't be part of this. So now that mujahada will be required. The azan started. Now he's sitting around talking and now the azan commenced. So now his heart is still inclined to remaining there. The gathering is really now in full, full speed and it's really now gone in a high note and everything is really happening here and he wants to remain there also. But then he thinks to himself, this morning I made this pledge with myself. I'm going to do what is going to be pleasing to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's caller has called. Hayya ala salah. Now how can, I, how can I remain sitting here now? I could wake up and move immediately to the masjid. How can I continue with all these other things and occupations and whatever else? Allah's caller has called. Now that requires the mujahada at that time. That striving against that nafs. Suppressing that desire to remain there. To remain sitting talking idly. To remain now just carrying on with that conversation. Okay, remain just sleeping. Now that's a mujahada. So now he will make that mujahada. So initially there will be some pressure that will come on the heart. But what has happened in dunya without mujahada? Any work of dunya also hasn't happened without mujahada. To acquire some small things of dunya also, there's so much mujahada behind it. Here we are aspiring for something that's the greatest of everything. We're aspiring for the love of Allah Ta'ala. We're aspiring for the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. We're aspiring to become the true servants of Allah Ta'ala. We're aspiring to gain this wealth of taqwa. And for that no commitment, no mujahada, and we expect it to happen, somebody must just come make some dumb on me, everything will happen for me. No, Allah Ta'ala has kept this system here also. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا So then is this mujahada. So now the whole day, this will carry on. There will be something or the other that will now test him. Or something or the other that will tempt him. And now he's making this mujahada. Then comes the end of the day. So now end of the day is muhasaba. Now he takes stock of the day. takes an account of the day. But today I made a pledge with myself early in the morning. Immediately after Fajr or before Fajr. 
I made this pledge with myself, I'm going to do nothing wrong. How, how did I fare today? Like that businessman now, what came and what went? What are the profits and what are the losses? So how did my day go? So now he is recalling that Alhamdulillah, that occasion, there was this temptation to look at haram, but I didn't do that. I cast my gaze low. There was that time when I was feeling lazy to wake up for salah, but I immediately woke up. I made that mujahada. There was that temptation to make ghibad, but I didn't make that ghibad. Alhamdulillah. To make shukar on that. That this happened with the fazal of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala made this possible. To make shukar. Alhamdulillah. Summa alhamdulillah. Ya Allah, this is your, your grace. Ya Allah, you made this possible. But then somewhere, shaitan got the better of him. And he realizes I slipped up certain place. I spoke that word which I shouldn't have spoken. I slipped up with my gaze somewhere. So now each of these things that come to mind, at least one time, astaghfirullah. Ya Allah, I am remorseful for this, what has happened. Ya Allah, I am making a pledge, inshallah, tomorrow I will be more careful. But it doesn't finish up on the muhasaba. Then there's one more thing. And that one last thing is mu'aqaba. That now that he had made this pledge with himself, he had made this pact with himself, that I am not going to do anything wrong, but now he slipped up, so the nafs still took that haram pleasure somewhere, and the nafs still gave in to those desires, so this nafs needs to be reined in. This nafs has to be reined in. Otherwise you leave it like a wild horse, then it will just become even more wild. It has to be reined in. How it will be reined in? It will be reined in by meeting out some, some punishment to it, by putting some pressure on the nafs. And all these things are established from sunnah. These are not things that the mashayikh have taken out just from anywhere. In one hadith it comes, the person has, in the, that time gambling just became haram. Now people were very much involved in gambling, intoxicants, etc. until it became haram. Just suddenly overnight it became haram. So sometimes some word might just slip a person's mouth. So now because of that old habit, if somebody just said to someone else, come let's gamble. Now he realized what I did. He just said one word. He didn't do it. The beast also said, if that came out of your tongue, fall yet a sadaq. Give some sadaqah then. Compensate for that. Why you said that? Give some sadaqah. Now that sadaqah will now create some pressure on the nafs also. The next time you'll be more conscious. Somebody missed his jumu'ah. The beast also said, fall yet a sadaq bidinarin. He missed it. This was to emphasize it. Not that anybody missed it. Maybe somebody by chance happened. But as I listen to the ummah, that look, don't take it for granted. Well, I missed it now. Okay, fine, whatever. Next time we won't do it. No, put some pressure on the nafs. Let him give one dinar, one gold coin as sadaqah. There's a big amount that time. One gold coin. What will this do? It will create pressure on the nafs. That's some kind of penalty. That if, okay, whatever happened now, it happens again. I'm going to make four akats. Nafil. For each gaze that slipped. Now that will create pressure on him. It must not be that kind of penalty that he's putting on himself that creates no pressure. Once upon a time in the Aligarh University in India when it was just established, so they had made a rule that if anybody is missing for any salah, it was a university, but a Muslim university, so now to inculcate the habit of salah in the students, he said, everybody must be present for all the salah, there will be a roll call. And anybody is absent, then this will be the penalty. Now they put some penalty, monetary penalty. So now, most of the students, we have a very uh, average class or lower. 
income level. So they kept it very minimal because that too was something for everybody else. So for example now say five rands. But now there were some students there who were coming from these Nawab families who were like mini kings. Ultra rich. Now these fellows, some of them were not very conscious about the Salah. So now when they heard about this, that this five rand penalty per Salah. So they sat down and worked out. One day five, five Salah, so it's 25 rand. And 360 days times 25 rand, they came with the whole amount, say take it for the whole year, 50. <laughs> so they thought upfront finish, we paid for the whole year, now we don't have to come for Salah also. So that is counterproductive, that is wasting one's time and wasting everybody's time. It must create some pinch on the nafs. Now these are the five things, the Mujaddid of the Zamana, he's saying if a person commits himself to this, he commits himself to this, I'm guaranteeing him that inshallah that Islam that he's aspiring for, that which he is trying to achieve in terms of getting close to Allah Ta'ala, that tongue that he wants to bring under control, he's every now and then blurting anything out, some ghibat is coming out, some vulgarity is happening, he's saying things which are hurtful to others, that eyes which are not coming under control, that heart which is scheming and plotting and planning and fantasizing and whatever else, and whatever other things a person falls into. So all these things now, a person has that desire, one thought keeps crossing his mind, no, I need to sort this out, I need to come back onto track, I need to do this and do that. But that's just a thought, that's just a desire. We need to now translate it into action. And do what is in our capacity. Now this is in our capacity. And this is a commitment that is required. So if we are committing ourselves to it, inshallah we will see the results. So this is a very simple prescription that has been given to us from people who have seen what has taken others through the path. What has made it easy for people to cross this and get to their destination. So we want to get to the same destination with Afiyat. We also want to get safely across. We also want to be safe from all the trials and tribulations of dunya in terms of nafs and shaitan and all the traps of nafs and shaitan. Any moment our life could go, any moment we could leave this dunya, we want to leave this dunya in a way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with us, this is the path that we have to take. This is the commitment we have to make. And this is what we have to now start bringing into action. This action starts, it doesn't start tomorrow morning. We, the sequence of the things we had to do started off with that shart and that condition, musharata, first thing in the morning. But it finishes off with muhasaba. So at least the muhasaba we can do tonight. Doesn't matter whatever we didn't do for the day. But this much we can do the muhasaba. Think about today. Take an account of today. The thing is that the quicker an amal starts, there will be barakat in it. And there will be inshallah istiqamat in it. So this is something to start tonight. At least we start off with that muhasaba. One minute. One minute of muhasaba. Today, what would I did? Alhamdulillah, it's a month of Ramadan. Especially those of us who are in the masjid. May shukar. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala made it possible that I was in an environment that was conducive. I made tilawat of the Quran Shari. Alhamdulillah, all the grace of Allah Ta'ala. And in between, if I slipped up in something, make toba, istighfar. That is the amal for tonight. But then from tomorrow, we commence with the whole sequence of event, of things to do. And inshallah, we will see the benefit of it. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين It is reported in the Hadith Sharif that Rasulullah said 
that the person who recites La ilaha illallah 100 times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous deeds and give him the tawfiq of staying away from sin. And inshallah this will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. When saying La ilaha, to bring to mind that all the negative things in our hearts, all the ghayrullah, all the sins, all the illicit things, whatever else is in our heart which is becoming an obstacle between us and Allah Ta'ala, all this has been taken and thrown out, like a lot of dirt and filth has been just flung out. And then, illallah, this is this nur that is settling in our hearts, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala.
محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہوں تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آبوں گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیپا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم Decide Allah hundred times when deciding Allah to imagine that just as there is a tongue in the mouth that is saying Allah likewise the heart is also saying Allah and everything around us is saying Allah and the heart is being illuminated with this noor which is the love of Allah Ta'ala اللہ اللہ جل جلاله عم نواله Allah, 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 Allah,
ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا لا تآخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به وعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكرزه إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت إله العالمين يا الله وموس مصيف الله موس gracious الله موس kind الله موس loving الله Allah Almighty ya Allah it is only your grace ya Allah only your mercy ya Allah it is only your rahmat and karam ya Allah Allah Almighty we are seated in your house tonight ya Allah Allah Almighty out of your grace and mercy ya Allah you have allowed us ya Allah to be remembering you tonight ya Allah Allah your grace and mercy have allowed us to raise our hands to you ya Allah Allah indeed we are your most sinful servants ya Allah from head to toe we are covered in sin ya Allah Allah all your nikmats and bounties we have used to break your commands ya Allah Allah everything is in in front of you ya allah there is nothing we can hide from you ya allah ya allah but you are so merciful ya allah you have been so tolerant ya allah despite our sins ya allah you did not take us to task ya allah ya allah, you did not you did not paralyze us ya allah you did not make us blind when we were looking at haram ya allah you did not make us deaf and ya allah when we were listening to haram ya allah ilahul alamin when our tongues were uttering vulgarities ya allah you did not make us dumb ya allah Allah will allow you allow us to continue using your nikmat ya Allah. Allah this is purely your grace ya Allah. But we were so shameless ya Allah. We blatantly continued sinning ya Allah. Allah will allow you but tonight in your house ya Allah. On this Mubarak night ya Allah. In this Mubarak time ya Allah. We are begging from you alone ya Allah. Allah we are making sincere toba ya Allah. We are repenting from all the past ya Allah. Whatever we have done ya Allah we are sincerely regretting it ya Allah. We are deeply regretful for what has happened, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, despite all your ni'mats and bounties, we've disobeyed you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we regret what we did, Ya Allah. We are 
firmly resolving not to go to it in future, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you forgive us, Ya Allah. You forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Show your maghfirat upon us, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, one drop of your maghfirat, Ya Allah, is enough to wash away the ocean of our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging for the showers of your maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you shower down your maghfirat upon us, Ya Allah. Shower down your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, if we are deprived, Ya Allah, there won't be anybody more in a greater loss than us, Ya Allah. You'll be utterly destroyed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from this destruction, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, show us the maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show us your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show us your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the pain and suffering of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the widows of the ummah are crying, Ya Allah. The orphans of the ummah are crying, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the oppressed of the ummah are crying, Ya Allah. We acknowledge all this is due to our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have mercy on their cries, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove the pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those a'mal that bring down rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire ummah from those a'mal that bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us complete islah, Ya Allah. Grant us complete tazkiyah with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we want to reach you, Ya Allah. We are aspiring for your love, Ya Allah. We are aspiring to get close to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we want to become yours, Ya Allah. We want you to become ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. And make us yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you grant us a tawfiq, Ya Allah. Of being all that pleases you, Ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are too weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't test us, Ya Allah. Don't test us in our deed, Ya Allah. Don't test us in our dunya, Ya Allah. Without any trials and tribulations, Ya Allah. With afiyat, make our complete Islam and tazkiyah, Ya Allah. With afiyat, grant us the wealth of taqwa, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, with afiyat, grant us the nisbat and ihsan, Ya Allah. With afiyat, grant us the nisbat of the awliya siddiqeen, Ya Allah. With afiyat, Ya Allah, intrude us in among the circle of your friends, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us among your awliya siddiqeen. Ya Allah, Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, we are too weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are too weak, Ya Allah. Our amal are too feeble, Ya Allah. Our intentions are so broken, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is nothing we can present, Ya Allah. There is nothing worthy that we can have any, Ya Allah, hope on it, Ya Allah. We have hope in your mercy, Ya Allah. We have hope in your karam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have hope, Ya Allah, that you are Arhamur Rahimir, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your judge, you make us yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, out of your judge, you make us yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, only with your help you can be saved, Ya Allah. Only with your protection can we be saved, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove us from the slavery of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. For too long we have been the slaves of our nafs, Ya Allah. For too long we have been the slaves of this open enemy of ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, this enemy of shaitan, Ya Allah. We have followed all our desires, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, remove us from the slavery of desires, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, put us into your slavery, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, put us into the slavery of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, fill our lives with the, with the sunnah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, remove all the ways of Yahud and Nasara from our lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, put the hatred of the ways of the enemies of yours, Ya Allah. 
the enemies of Rasulullah put the hatred of their ways in our heart, Ya Allah. Put the love of the Sunnah in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the love of the way of Rasulullah in our hearts, Ya Allah. Enable us to live his life, Ya Allah. Make our appearance like his appearance, Ya Allah. Make our akhlaq like his akhlaq, Ya Allah. Make our muasharat like his muasharat, Ya Allah. Make our muamalat like his muamalat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our ibadat like his ibadat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the concern that he had, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, let us be happy with that which he was happy with, Ya Allah. Let us be forever, Ya Allah, very, very perturbed about what he was perturbed over, Ya Allah. Let us be displeased with that which he was displeased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, what an injustice we have done, Ya Allah. That Rasulullah, Sallallahu sacrificed so much for us, Ya Allah. He cried for his ummat, Ya Allah. He shed tears for his ummat, Ya Allah. He shed his blood for his ummat, Ya Allah. He saw his family being mercilessly persecuted for his ummat, Ya Allah. He saw his sahaba being martyred for his ummat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen in Uhud, he saw 70 of his sahaba being martyred, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen in Bire Mauna, 70 of his sahaba were martyred, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, he tied stones to his belly out of hunger, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, how many sacrifices he underwent, Ya Allah. But at every juncture, he remembered his ummat, Ya Allah. In Mi'raj, he remembered his ummat, Ya Allah. At the time when he was leaving this dunya, he remembered his ummat, Ya Allah. When he felt the pang of pain, Ya Allah. At the time of his soul leaving, Ya Allah. At that time, he remembered his ummat, Ya Allah. And today, we have forgotten him, Ya Allah. We have forgotten his sunnah, Ya Allah. We've forgotten his way of life, Ya Allah. We've replaced his way with the way of his enemies, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, what an injustice we have done, Ya Allah. What ingratitude we have shown to him, Ya Allah. How will we face him on the day of Qiyamat, Ya Allah? Allah will be aspiring for that water of kawsal from his Mubarak hands, Ya Allah. How will we come in front of him, Ya Allah? When he will hold us by our collars and ask us what you did for my deed, Ya Allah. When my enemies were taking the way, Ya Allah. And when the enemies of Nabi Wasallam were now, Ya Allah, taking everybody in their stride and in their sleeping, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we, we, what we will be asked, answering on that day that we also got swept away, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Allah, Allah save us from this situation, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring us on the sunnah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Bring us on his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. Make our akhlaq like his akhlaq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, 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 make our hearts with that concern that he had in his heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us the purity of our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts from all the evil, Ya Allah. From all the filth, Ya Allah. Remove all the evil from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the pride from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the malice, the jealousy, the arrogance, Ya Allah. Remove all the evils of the heart, Ya Allah. <coughs> Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with tawazu, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the reality of tawazu and humility, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with compassion and kindness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with love for your makhluk, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with all the noble qualities, Ya Allah. Remove all the evil qualities from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the nifaq from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the riyah from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the evils from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our hearts shine unto you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we have shined everything, Ya Allah. We want everything around us to be clean, Ya Allah. We want our homes to be clean. Ya Allah. We want our cars to be clean, Ya Allah. We even want our shoes to be clean, Ya Allah. But we haven't worried about cleaning our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, give us the concern of cleaning our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, clean our hearts out of every evil, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the good qualities, Ya Allah. 
allow the alamin save us some interest ya allah save us some gambling ya allah allah save us some all kinds of haram transactions ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah grant us a tawfiq of doing only that which you are pleased with ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah all the work of deen that is taking place ya allah accept it out of your grace and mercy ya allah allah accept the efforts of the makatib ya allah accept the efforts of the darulum ya allah accept the efforts of the masajid ya allah accept the efforts of all the ulama ikram ya allah accept the work of da'wat and tabligh ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah accept all the anjumans ya allah accept all the organizations of deen ya allah ilahul alamin throughout the world whatever khidmat of deen is taking place according to your commands ya allah and according to what you are pleased with ya allah ilahul alamin accept it, ya Allah. Forgive the mistakes, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, reward all those who are taking part in the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of, Ya Allah, najat in dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have raised their hands to this dua. Ya Allah, all those who have asked us to make dua for them. They are aspiring that we should make dua for them. Ya Allah, you're the know of each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Remove all the anxiety, the worry, the sorrows, the tension, the depression, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant sukoon and afiyah to each one, Ya Allah. Grant itminan a qalb to each one, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with contentment, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with peace, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with serenity, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of family members, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the ummat of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah unite the ummat ya allah sabko ek aur nek bana sabko ek aur nek bana ya allah sabko ek aur nek bana ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah you become ours and make us yours ya allah ya allah you become ours and make us yours ya allah ilahul alamin accept the itikaf ya allah throughout the world where itikaf is taking place accept it ya allah make it a means of each one getting connected to you alone ya allah ilahul alamin make it a means of khair for the entire ummat ya allah Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa begged for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you give us protection as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri musta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balagh. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-aliyil azim. جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين